Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Andrew Sullivan, David Ignatius, uh, now Joe Scarborough. Biden is too old. Biden is too old. Now, there's a cycle. It's a predictable cycle. The media is now gushing over Mitt Romney now that he is not seeking re-election and is feeding them the talking point that the Republican Party of old is now under the spell of Donald Trump. The Washington Post has a gushing piece. The New York Times has a gushing piece. They're gushing on MSNBC. They're gushing on on CNN. These are the same people that called Mitt Romney a racist all through the 2012 election cycle. That told you he killed the family dog on a road trip like Dinky. I think it's Dinky. The original vacation. That the Mormon church itself was racist. His father was a terrible, horrible person. That he bullied a gay teen uh, in high school, even though the guy wasn't even gay. But doesn't matter. They threw it all at Romney in 2012 to get Obama reelected. But now that he's no longer a threat and is willing to, you know, the, the path, the road to redemption for any Republican, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've done in your life, what bills you voted for, whatever they threw at you, you were a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, a religious zealot, a corporate shill, big oil. As long as you purify yourselves in the water of Trump hatred, as long as you jump into the to the to the to the pool, all is forgiven. George W. Bush is beloved now. Dick Cheney's beloved now. Liz Cheney's beloved now. Mitt Romney's beloved now. As long as they baptize you and you're reborn, as long as you say you hate Trump, you are reborn, you are redeemed, you are forgiven by the cool kids in the media. Anyone that had a question, well, excuse me, I I say I take that back. They, in the 2016 primaries, were concerned, uh, 2020 primaries, were concerned about Biden's cognitive abilities. But once he captured the nomination, they forgot all about it and began to excoriate anyone who had any concerns going forward. Now that's back. Now, I remember the things I say because I'm there when I say them. I said to you back then, I didn't think Joe Biden was going to make it through the first full term. And that could still possibly be true. Um, But I said they were not going to disgrace him. And I don't believe they will disgrace him. Now, I have to wonder, are there some back channels about, you know, Hunter Biden going to prison? That's one potential off-ramp that Joe Biden lost his son, Bo. We hear about it all the time, a noun, a verb, and Bo. Uh, No matter what it is, my son, Bo. How's inflation? My son, Bo. What about gas prices? My son, Bo. The border's out of control. My son, Bo. Withdrawal from Afghanistan, my son, Bo. Bo died apparently taking down Al-Qaeda in a hail of bullets, diving on a grenade to save his uh, his team, that sort of thing. But that would be a perfect off-ramp. The other perfect off-ramp is what I said back when Biden first got elected, that he would say something to the effect of, it is time for a woman of color to be president. They are not going to disgrace him. Um... These people that are writing these columns, they are 100% coordinating 
with the inner sanctum of the DNC and the swamp. They all know each other. They all hang out. They all belong to the right social circles. Um, Washington, and thus the nation, belongs to them. Uh, But they are not going to disgrace him. Because every single statement concerning Biden's age is tempered with the fact that he airfingers, quote, defeated the greatest threat to our, quote, democracy. So for that, they will not disgrace Joe Biden. Now, where you'll see the heat get turned up, Joe Biden might have warm diarrhea for brains. But he knows, he knows he's been there. He's going to say to some of these people, I've been here since 1973. I've been here for 50 years. You ain't pushing me out. If that's the case, then the heat will get turned up. But I think if enough voices are telling him in the media, behind closed doors, in D.C. cocktail parties, perhaps in the deep state, that it's time for him to go, he is going to go out with grace. Does anybody believe that they're going to disgrace him? I don't believe so. Do you? He did He did what needed to be done in their minds. Orange man bed was unacceptable. Joe Biden, air fingers quote, won the 2020 election. Donald Trump did not get inaugurated for a second term. That's enough. The fact, and you have to understand something about these people. The fact that inflation is completely out of control. The fact that millions of Americans who shouldn't be struggling feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck and don't see any relief coming anytime soon. The 13 million acres that Neera Tanden and John Podesta and Barack Obama took off the the ledger, off the journal, off the spreadsheet for oil and natural gas is going to bring even more pain. There's no way it can't. And right now you're getting a message from these people. You want to know why beef prices are so expensive? Because of climate change. Yes, it's climate change. Everything is climate change. Nobody believes it's climate change. We know that when you reduce the supply of oil and natural gas, that the future prices rise. There's nowhere else for them to go. They aren't coming down. And the price of energy affects everything. Everything at the grocery store is affected by the price of oil and natural gas. And we know this is the policies coming out of Washington, D.C. Even though these people really truly believe They truly believe that they are the center of the universe. They are the center of the intellectual universe. And that you are just there on the other side of the screen or on the other side of the page or whatever it is, and you'll believe whatever they tell you, you don't. They can tell themselves whatever they want, but you know better. And millions of people, you look at the cities. uh, This weekend, I'm going to be on... Sebastian Gorka's program on on Newsmax, Reality Check. And we are going to be discussing the state of New York City and the blue cities and the migrant crisis. And uh, we were talking, and he said, do you think this is one of those things that could possibly make some of these voters vote for someone other than the Democratic candidate? Now, yes, I do. If the election was being held right now, I believe Lee Zelda would win the governor's race. I truly believe that. I was here. I remember 
crime in New York City. I remember Bernard Getz. I remember when crime was so out of control. You know, in parts of D.C. right now, you have people that won't even walk a block. They're driving to just not be on the streets. Now, where I am right now, just off of Times Square, Rockefeller Plaza, middle of the day, it's fine here. Down at Ground Zero, where my TV studio is, it's fine. I mean, it's crawling with cops. You've got NYPD, you've got transit, you've got state law enforcement, federal law enforcement, you've got DHS guys. You, you know, when we first started that TV program, uh, I was doing the show from, from down there. I'm, I'm back here in the mothership of Sirius XM, but I was down there. And around, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, just before noon, lunchtime, I mean, you'd think they were having some kind of police convention. Out in Zuccotti Park, out around the Oculus, that's the shopping and, and shopping and dining and thing they built on top of the, uh, the subway down there at Ground Zero. Wall Street's right there. I mean, it's fine. Now, nighttime is a different story. And what's disaffectionately called by the Upper West Side of Manhattan the outer boroughs, in other words, the parts of the city that are beneath them, it's a totally different story. The subway at night is a totally different story. Crime is out of control in these cities, in Minneapolis, in Chicago, in Philly, in Baltimore, in New York, in San Fran, in L.A., in Portland, in Seattle. Now, I know a lot of you saying, well, F them, right? This is what they voted for. F them. You've got this story. It's, it's a little, it's on the back end of its value in the news cycle. This uh, Shivantha Sanabthandan person who's like a co-chair of the Democratic Farm Labor Party. That's just that's just a stand-in. I mean, it's like the Working Families Party. We have a party here in New York State called the Working Families Party where nobody's working, right? None of these people are farmers. They're just a bunch of Marxists who glommed on to the idea of farm work. They don't do any farm work. They've never even seen a farm. But she got allegedly mugged by four men carrying guns who apparently pistol-whipped her in front of her children. We've all seen the bloodied photo. Looks kind of fake. Not a hair's out of place. But now she wants to thank the cops for their response. She literally was part of the defund movement. Tweeting out, we will dismantle the Minneapolis police. And then a repeat with hand claps, we will dismantle the Minneapolis police. Well, I'm sure that whatever Tony, nice, suburban neighborhood she was living in was immune to crime until more recently. New York City is turning into hell again. 10,000 migrants a month are coming here. 10,000. The estimated cost by the New York Times is $4 billion. 21,000 unvaccinated migrant children entered the schools this month. Now, I'm old enough to remember when your kids couldn't go to school at all, let alone unvaccinated. Super producer Mike and I just got food from a falafel truck, falafel and shawarma truck parked outside of Sirius XM. His tire is riding the curb. Here in New York City, if they measure the distance between the curb and it's not regulation, you can get a fine. If you're a four foot nine Guatemalan woman 
slicing up fruit that could have E. coli in it, they don't say a word to you. When I say you can't bring there to here without here becoming there, I think you if you walked around New York City, you'd say no truer words have been spoken. If you go in front of the Rowe Hotel, the Roosevelt, some New York City government school gyms, public parks, whatever, it looks like a Central American village. And the city doesn't know what to do with itself. Mayor Adams is saying it's going to destroy the city, destroy the city. This city prided itself on being a sanctuary city. I'm not the first one to say that. And I'm not going to use cliche phrases like, oh, the chickens have come home to roost. You invited this, and now you're getting it. And I realize for a lot of people, you know, here I am sitting here with my Velcro American flat flag hat on, right? I got my my Veterans Day T-shirt. America, right? Our, our studio, is this the only studio in this entire building that has an American flag in it? I think it is. The Patriot Studio, I affectionately call the trailer park, looks like a sight trailer with an American flag. All I need is a pink flamingo and a blow pool. Maybe a Camaro on cinder blocks or something. Some people are going to have to reconcile that what they thought was icky, <clears throat> nationalist, bigoted, dare I say, ooh, white supremacist. It's not white supremacist. Nothing to do with white supremacy. Well, it's nothing to do with white, okay? It's about the burden. And now you've got the city and the state begging the federal government for expedited work permits. In other words, the hell with the law for these people. And it's getting on the nerves of basically everyone. You've got the Central Park West and Upper East, Upper East Side of Manhattan set. They don't want to see it. You know, they don't want to know what's going on in the kitchen, right? They don't want they don't want to know what's going on in the kitchen. That's why all these super Tony high-rise buildings and heritage apartment complexes have service elevators and rear-facing delivery base. They don't want to see these people. They don't want to know them. They don't want to see them. Now, at dinner parties, they'll, oh, my God, well, of course, you know, we're sanctuary city. No humans are legal. I mean, you know, I mean, it's only those horrible, awful Republicans that didn't. But now it's in their way. And in the outer boroughs, you know, where most of the minorities live, their kids are getting crowded out of the local schools and the local parks and the local rec centers and the local everything. And the streets are buzzing now with illegal unregistered motor scooters. They want to get these people expedited work permits. Well, who are they pushing out of the workforce to do this for? See, sooner or later, you could sit there and tell yourself you would never agree with me. You could tell yourself at dinner parties and on Facebook or Twitter or your blog because you're so important that you would never find yourself lining up with me. Well, this is the city you made. This is what you've made of it. Now it's bleeding out into the suburbs. All these, all these suburban moms with their yoga pants and their designer jogger sneakers and their paper cups of coffee with the brown, the brown uh, heat shields that take their kids to soccer practice and ballet are finding it's following them too, and they don't like it either. And that was the seismic shift. Those are the people that ran out to vote for Biden. Well, 
You got what you voted for. Now, either now that you're experiencing it and perhaps you're a bit of a hypocrite, you're either going to vote differently or you're going to get not only more of it or more of the same, but more of it. I hope you're hope you're happy. I hope you're going to be happy. Wines at 695 Patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.